the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. 60, The Patriot. Some portions of this program may be pre-recorded. From policy to culture, principles to politics, this is The Seth Liebson Show. Yes, it is, and this is the man I've been wanting to talk to all week. I am delighted he is with us. I'm delighted he's on our side. He is Andy Biggs, representing Arizona's 5th Congressional District Chairman of the Freedom Caucus. Andy, how are you? Thanks for joining us. Seth, I'm, I'm doing as well as can be in, in a country where we're watching uh, external enemies and internal enemies uh, run rampant in some ways. I th- so yeah, yeah we're all going to be good. I hear you. I hear you. I you know I think I think we we weep a little, we pray a little, and then we roll up our sleeves. You're rolling up your sleeves on a lot of fronts when it comes to the incursions into our freedoms, and I want to talk about some solutions you've proposed in Congress that I love on the COVID front. Before just real. Very quickly, uh, our Secretary of Defense today said we um, said we engaged in an enormous achievement over the last week in Afghanistan. Is that how you see it? No, um, and and we had a separate briefing with the Secretary uh, today as well. And the reality is that is their new line. They're going to talk about how heroic uh, it, it is, and they're going to try to deflect to the heroic activities of our men and women who are not in the management ranks, not the leaders, but they are the rank and file of the military, and they did extraordinary work, and they do extraordinary work every day. And what they're going to do is they're going to try to take that glory and and lift it up to themselves. I view what's what's happened as an absolute disgrace, Mm -hmm. um, but more than a disgrace, a tragedy for those 13 soldiers and, and their families, and a tragedy... For America, mm-hmm. our culture, our civilization, our standing in the world, it's, it's, it's thrown the whole international system into a blender and, um, and made the whole world less safe. I do not know how they can say there's a magnificent accomplishment. Other than, you know, not magnificent is not just a, a positive term, but just means... No, a, they're putting a positive... No, you're right. I mean, they've gone from America is back to putting the kick me sign on America's back. That's what they've done. That's what yes. they've done. But our allies, too. Uh, my, my friend Brian Kennedy over at Claremont was saying there is no propaganda film ISIS or al-Qaeda could have made, and they were awfully sophisticated, that will be as good for them as the scenes of last week, the newsreels of last week. I, I, it's exactly stunning to think right. about how true that yeah. will be. You know. Yeah, I mean, when, when you th- okay, so, I mean, this goes back a ways. I mean— um, Trump had a plan. He was he was executing the plan slower than many people would have liked, but it was being executed. But Biden trashed the plan. We we know that. We know that they've admitted it, and um, Trump Trump's uh, briefing crews admitted it as well. But when we saw July second come, and you saw Bagram uh, Bagram Air Base be deserted, 
and you left vehicles, uh, planes, uh, Humvees, uh, armored personnel carriers. You 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 left um, other artillery and and weapons and and guns. I mean, and munitions. And we didn't bother to even tell the Afghan president or military. No, we just left. Yeah. Uh, that's when I said this is going to this has the potential of being a disaster yeah. because that was so ir- utterly, utterly irresponsible, such a bad idea, um, and we were not getting our people out. And you know the 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 goal of the of the Trump uh, administration was you take all of your material out. So that they can't be um, turned over to uh, terrorists, and you get all your people out, mm-hmm. and then the military comes out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe that's, civilians that's, before military would have been a good idea, huh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. Andy, there's a lot we'll uncover together on this in the weeks to come. Let me talk to you about a couple of things you've done in the past week or so on the COVID front. I can see now that uh, children are going to be the new issue. And it's ironic because you and I have been talking about what we're doing to the children in COVID mediation for a year and a half, and no one gave a damn. Sorry for my French. But now the children are being exploited in more COVID uh, retrenchments. In fact, the Secretary of Education is now threatening schools. The U.S. Secretary of Education is now threatening schools with civil rights lawsuits if they don't um, if they don't engage in universal masking. You wrote a letter to the secretary. You want to say a word about that? Yeah, so he's having the civil rights division uh, and try to enforce this as some kind of civil rights issue. And of course, Seth, this is not that's not even a civil rights issue. That's, that's not what the civil rights department was even put in place for. Um, it, that was put in place to make sure everybody had an equal educational opportunity regardless of race or creed, right? This notion that that you're going to go after a state. So there's four states that have banned mask mandates at schools. They're going after those four schools. There's another 15 to 20 states that are that are considering banning mask mandates. Um, Arizona has got a certain level of mask mandate going on. Yeah, at, at the, the September 29th level, we become interesting, I guess, you know, when the law That's kicks right. in. Right. That's when they'll take interest in us. But, yeah, anyway, That's so, right. That's a right. weird legal fiction. But go ahead. Go, you, you, That's right. Yeah, so we, yeah. so we, I've led a letter to attack uh, that decision and to push back on them and demand answers uh, because – because we we just can't. The states have the, have this unique authority, but we need to. De- this just gets back to my whole notion. One of the first things I ever did in Congress was to to introduce a bill to eliminate the Department of Education. Right. They right. need to go away. Right. They they need to go away because they are trying to hoist federal policies on everything from curriculum to mask mandates to how you spend your money, how you raise your money. Um, from the federal level, and it was ne- there's no constitutional authority for that. Nope. First of all, nope, and it was never meant to be that way, and so that's why we're pushing back so hard. Good, you're also doing something really interesting. People say, "Well, what can I do? What can I do?" Well, you did something when it came to uh, businesses and mask mandates. Tell the audience about that. I love this legislation. Yeah, so uh, I- I'm a big believer that states have their purview, feds have our purview, and one of them is this. Um, I've introduced this legislation that would prohibit any entity that received federal funds from a COVID relief package from mandating employees uh, 
recommending that their employees receive a COVID-19 vaccine. Mm-hmm. That, to, to me, um, by taking our the, the federal taxpayers' money, you are now subject to the feds, and we, we can get, bring you into our purview, and our purview is going to say you cannot mandate um, uh, that your employees get vaccines. And uh, that's, that's really, I think, that's the nub of it. It's a short bill. It's, and it gets right at the heart of what I consider to be um, – that really is a civil rights issue. No, I, I believe it is as well. And it's, uh, it's, it's bordering on the absurd to think that your law is anything other than common sense, quite frankly, or really the sentiment behind it. I'm old enough to remember the definition of civil liberties is that you have the right to swing your arm as far as the tip of my nose – and I believe that that should apply to swinging your needles as well in my arms. Uh, Andy, this, this yeah. is a violation, and it's a violation that is coming on top of increasingly mixed messages from this government. I don't know why anyone believes anything that comes out of Fauci or the CDC's mouth. I honestly don't, and I'll tell you, I've written down 12 things, major things they told us only to correct, and none of them lasted more than two months. Really? I mean, this yeah. is an administrative yeah. uh, f- uh, fiasco when it comes to instructing the American people on how to deal with COVID. It is a fiasco. They have been as untruthful with us as they have been about Afghanistan, maybe more so. Uh, yeah, I mean, which one gave them more control over the American people? Good point. Um, and that's that's the COVID thing. and And so... They've been lying all along. I mean, in the sense, they've sent mixed signals every which way they can. The original mixed signals, two, two things that always stick out to me from very early on. Number one, Fauci saying, why would you ever wear a mask right. in the middle of an epidemic? Right. You should never wear a mask in the middle of right. an epidemic. Right. And, and you know what? The studies support that. They still support that. Yep. Um, no one has ever and, asked and Anthony you, Fauci what study changed his mind. No one has ever asked him that. Yeah, yeah. Well, we did ask actually. I said, okay, <laughs> you asked him, but no one. He has never answered <laughs> never it. How's answered. that? How's that? Is that better? Okay. Yeah, All right. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the, the other, the other one is you remember, as as you were seeing surges, different place, different place, different place. They would say, uh, "We're just going to. It's going to be in a two week lockdown yeah. to make sure that you don't overrun what yeah. the hospitals, right. ICUs, and, and ERs." That's what that was all about, supposedly. Yeah. Yep. No, it's, uh, but it wasn't true. No, was the list not. goes on from masks to transmission to surfaces yeah. to pets to masks and vaccines. <laughs> you name it. I mean, what's more lethal? What's more trans? Andy Biggs, bless you, sir. Stay on it. Thanks, Seth. Keep it up. God bless Keep you. Keep it up. Welcome back to the Seth Leibson Show. For all your air conditioning and plumbing needs, I want you to check out Cool Touch Air Conditioning, Heating, and Plumbing. My friends at Cool Touch are simply the best. First of all, they're there 24-7. Trust me, I know. I've had to call them on a Saturday evening late, and they fixed the problem first thing the next day, Sunday. They are fantastic at customer service, doing what they'll say and saying what they'll do. It's the company I use. It's the company my friends and family uses. Cool Touch Air Conditioning, Heating, and Plumbing. Leave the heating aside for now, but for any air conditioning or plumbing needs, whether it's a repair, an installation, an inspection, 
Cool Touch is who you want to call. Give them a call at 623-734-1932 or visit them online at cooltouchac.com. Cooltouchac.com and tell them I sent you. Dana's in Chandler. Hello, Dana. Hello. So, Seth, I have a question for for you and for Andy because it's right along with what you guys were talking about. And if your boss says to you, have sex with me or you're fired, that's coercion. So why then is saying take a shot or you're fired not along the same lines of coercion? Hmm. And and when did it become acceptable or, or mandatory that we are not allowed to deny certain medical interventions? You know, if someone doesn't want chemotherapy for their cancer, we don't force them to take it any more than, than, than we would force you know, anything else in someone that they didn't want. We, we lose hundreds of thousands of Americans every year to obesity, and we, don't, uh, we, we, we have no restrictions on what people can buy. We don't even have restrictions anymore on what they can buy when they're using uh, 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 EBT cards. Yeah. So why is this different? Uh, I, yes, Dana, you, 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 well, you have raised an amazingly important question. At what point did this society determine it could coerce um, it could coerce in the adult as well as the youth communities um, medical procedures? You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. When did that become okay? When did that become okay? It's not. Yeah, I'd like it's to know. It's not okay. It isn't. It simply is not. And when you hear people like anchors at CNN say that they wish hospitals wouldn't even treat people who get sick after having refused the vaccine, I hope you understand that you are in the midst of a tyrant. Not an authoritarian, a tyrant. An authoritarian has certain levels of control. A tyrant has total control. And that's what they want. Total, absolute control. Can you imagine denying someone medical care because they made a decision that didn't work out well for them. Maybe they didn't wear a seatbelt and they were in an, in an accident that will prove lethal if they are not addressed. Should they, be, um, should they be unaddressed in a hospital? Maybe someone who's obese had a heart attack or got themselves diabetes. Should we not treat them because they were unable in certain circumstances to control their diet? I mean, we are entering a very, very, very dangerous area here because it's tyranny. It's tyranny. I'm reminding people of what Ronald Reagan used to say in his stump speeches in the 60s. Am I extreme for talking about tyranny coming in this country? No, I am not because tyranny can only come from the government, and this is a country that has a government. Somewhere along the lines, we lost, we lost the definitions Somewhere along the way, we lost the meaning of tyrant. Somewhere along the lines and along the way, we lost the meaning of civil liberties. Somewhere along the line and along the way, we lost the meaning of individual autonomy. Somewhere along the line, we lost the notion of individual privacy when it comes to individual health. And I have to tell you, I never thought we would get into this arena. I never thought I would see an argument from vaccine mandates. I was wrong. I was wrong. This country has moved so fast, so blindingly fast, 
that it's just still playing catch up for people like you and me, Dana? It's tough, yes. I mean, I, I really don't know what more to say, except except this, that there's no tyranny that succeeds forever on its main two elements of subsistence, lies and force. Those are the marks of tyranny, dictators. Obviously, force is their main tool. But they operate in an environment of lies, propaganda and lies. If they didn't, they wouldn't need force, right? If they didn't, they wouldn't need force. If the left in this country weren't afraid of the truth, they wouldn't engage in cancel culture. They wouldn't engage in censorship. If they weren't afraid of the truth... They wouldn't engage in it. But they know, they know that we know something too. They know that they're not telling the truth. You simply cannot sit in an area of responsibility in this country, whether it's behind the Oval, uh, excuse me, whether it's behind the desk in the Oval Office, whether it's behind... um, a desk in the uh, well of the Senate, or House rather, or whether it is behind a microphone or any other profession, any other job of responsibility of any degree. You cannot be a thinking adult and look at the two biggest issues before us, COVID and Afghanistan. I'll add three, the border. I'll add four, crime. I'll add five, substance abuse. You cannot look at these major issues facing this country and listen to this administration and say that what they're telling us is truthful. It is not truthful, as they maintained and today still maintain that our border is is under control. It's not true. It's a lie. It's a lie. You cannot say what happened in Afghanistan was a tremendous success. It's not true. It's a lie. Just as it was a lie when Joe Biden said to George Stephanopoulos, we will get every American citizen out. And he corrected himself. He started to say soldier. He corrected himself to make sure we understood he meant citizens. That was a lie. It is a lie for them to perpetuate the notion that the people who stayed behind wanted to stay behind. That was a lie. It is a lie that they are just doing what Donald Trump forced them to do, he having been out of office for over seven months, and he obviously having so much power over them when it comes to every other policy they have abided, right? From the border to taxes to Iran. Oh, yes, they do everything Donald Trump left, don't they? That is a lie. And it is a lie when they tell you what they know about COVID because every big thing they've told you has been untrue. And until they tell you we think instead of we know, they are lying. At best. At best.
Welcome back to the Seth Leibson Show. I made a pretty strong statement about the government lying to you in the previous uh, segment. I stand by it. I said it about COVID. I said it about Afghanistan. I will uh, do the COVID thing. Um, Folks have asked me to do this routinely or regularly. Uh, I'll do it again now. These are just scribbles I wrote down. If you have more to add or anything to countermand, let me know. I just did this from the top of my head. And my point is this. When people say, listen to the government, the CDC, or Anthony Fauci when it comes to COVID, I will ask them why on every major thing they've told us since the beginning, none of it has held true for more than two months. Starting with Anthony Fauci telling us February 29th, you don't have to change your life and please don't wear a mask as it won't help and may even harm. That converted into lockdown, wear a mask and change your life radically. In fact, closed gyms and schools and churches and recovery meetings. Come to Chinatown and come in droves, we were told by the mayor of New York City and the Speaker of the House living in San Francisco. Then we were told, wait, don't come to any events where there was a crowd. COVID could not have come from a lab, and we will censor those who say so. COVID likely came from the lab everyone censored, said it did. Be careful with pets. They can transmit COVID. Pets can't transmit COVID, we would later learn. From no masks to wearing a mask, we got wear two masks. That, of course, would change again as well. And we were told last summer by the then director of the CDC, the mask may even be better protection than the vaccine. That, in the midst of being told there will be no vaccine in 2020. There was a vaccine in 2020. And the President of the United States the following year, this year, told us we could take our masks off once we were vaccinated. Never mind the CDC said the mask is better than the vaccine. But now if you are vaccinated or not, you must wear a mask again. We were told the vaccinated will not get sick or die. We were told that by a lot of people, including the president in a CNN town hall. Thousands, however, have. We were told the Delta variant is more transmissible than the original, but not as dangerous. Now we're being told Delta is just as dangerous and maybe more so. Since the vaccine, we were told that the hospitalized are only or mostly the unvaccinated. But that's not true in the most vaccinated country on Earth. In Israel, it's exactly the opposite. We were told you could get COVID from surfaces and you should wipe them down, including your groceries, only to be learning later that COVID is airborne and we can stop leaving our groceries outside and wiping them down. And those deep industrial surface cleanings that buildings and offices and households were engaged in and all those Clorox and Lysol wipes don't need it. Don't need it. In fact, may be more harmful than helpful. We were told the obese, along with the elderly, were most at risk. So what we did is we closed the gyms. 
We were told herd immunity is somewhere in the 60 to 70 percent range by Anthony Fauci, only for him to openly admit that he misled us because he didn't think we were ready to hear the real number, which is closer to 80 percent. Not sure if I missed anything, but to me, just off the top of my head, those were 12 probably of the most important things we learned about COVID, and they happened to be all incorrect and to be found to be incorrect within about 60 days. Within about 60 days. The only one I'm unsure about and I'll do my research on is maybe the least important one having to do with deep industrial cleaning and services. That may have gone on for more than two months, but it's the most minimal of them. And you want me to trust this crowd? This crowd who is telling me that what I see in Afghanistan and what I hear from people who have served in Afghanistan is totally wrong and that this was an amazing achievement that we should commemorate as much as celebrate like a Berlin airlift. The worst form of shame is having none. And this administration has the worst form. I was uh, listening on the break for uh, I was listening to an ad for Trades Unlimited. You bet for all your roofing needs. That's the company I use as well. A plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Tremendous people. I've been down to their offices. I've known them. I've used them for my own roof, and I can tell you, they are the company that you want to use. If you need a new roof, if you need a replacement, if you need an inspection, if you need a repair, please call Trades Unlimited. You won't be. Sorry, maybe for some of you it's time to consider a foam roof. If you have a flat roof, the benefits of foam are insulation from heat, silencing of the noise, and the prevention of water leaks. If you already have a foam roof and it's five years old or more, it's time to have it inspected and recoded. Give Trades Unlimited a call for any of your roofing needs, 480-483-1775. Or visit them online at tradesunlimited.com. Listener Charles writes a letter, an open letter, to Cindy McCain. Dear Cindy, what say you? In light of recent developments in the news with some very questionable decisions President Joe Biden has made and the resulting major consequences of those decisions, I find it curious that many Joe Biden's supporters have been silent. I especially find myself puzzled by a couple of prominent Arizona political figures who were extremely anti-Trump and as a result damaged the Republican Party, the conservative movement, and the country by supporting Joe Biden. Attempts by Democrats, including California Democrats, to make Arizona blue, even as California is fighting to become more red, has seen the likes of Cindy McCain and Jeff Flake joining the likes of Adam Kinzinger and Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney yesterday's words were being used by a left-wing fundraising outfit. How do you like that? But what do they now make of Joe Biden? He has literally destroyed the border and our strategic presence in the Middle East as a result of the Afghanistan fiasco. Conservatism which is now under attack, and damage to both our foreign policy and national security are things that are all resultant 
from Joe Biden. Conservatism and our military are two things. You would think the McCain's would hold in the highest of esteems. What say Cindy now? The late Senator John McCain was once described this way, in quote, In my neighborhood where I came from, if you got something to say to a man, look him in the eye and say it. Can't call yourself a maverick when all you've been is a sidekick, an angry man, lurching from one position to another, close quote. I know. It was President Trump, right? Insults directed at McCain, that was enough to make the McCain family refuse to support Donald Trump, despite the accomplishments the accomplishments from his administration, his support of conservative ideas, even while he has never been considered a conservative himself. Was it despite his great choices for Supreme Court justices and the federal bench throughout federal benches throughout the country as well? Justices that didn't rule in Trump's favor automatically, but showed some individualism in looking at the law? Actually, no, it was a quote from the McCain family's personal choice for president. Joe Biden, a quote from 2008 when Sarah Palin and McCain questioned the Obama-Biden ticket about Obama's, Obama's association with Bill Ayers. Cindy McCain's choice for president is none of my business, but since she chose to use her influence to express it and make it so with political ads and her support, I have the right to question her. I may have a longer memory than she does. And Miss McCain was closer to the situation than I could ever be. But I remember it well when there was a White House meeting during the creation of the Affordable Care Act and Senator John McCain, the recent presidential candidate then, offered suggestions to implement and Barack Obama, then the newly elected president, having defeated him, said the campaign is over, John. We won. Joe Biden had also disrespected McCain when he called him an angry man and a coward because Biden felt McCain would not meet Obama face-to-face with concerns about the association Obama had with Bill Ayers. So Cindy McCain, feeling Trump had disrespected her husband more, is willing to join up with the folks that gave her husband such a hard time for a lot longer. I don't know what she expects to gain, and I don't know what she expects our country to gain by siding with Biden. His policies will be a lot further away from conservative values than anything Trump proposed or most of what her husband proposed. That has been proven in spades. No one is asking her to like Trump and no one is expecting an exchange of Christmas cards. But, Cindy, you have nothing to say about what Joe Biden has done, especially with our military? There's a lot more that Charles writes But it's a series of questions I'd like to ask all the Republicans, so-called, who decided to vote for Joe Biden. I remember seeing their ads. I remember reading their Twitter feeds. They've gone pretty quiet. They've gone from quiet to silent. The best I could get out of Bill Kristol was listening to him on a television show saying some of his Friends who are Republicans and supported Joe Biden are beginning to regret it. Beginning to regret it. Are you a smart man or are you not? Did we not tell you? Did we not implore? Did we not importune that what you were going to get with a Biden presidency is everything you are getting now? 
It feels silly to talk about the hollowing out of our military, which is something we warned. That's something that usually takes years. We haven't just hollowed it out. We hollowed out the expectation of what we will do with it for our allies. And we hollowed out any fear our enemies would have of us. You know who's not calling what we've done in Afghanistan a great achievement and one of the greatest airlifts in the history of the world, if not the greatest? Do you know who's not calling it those things? China, Iran, North Korea, and every terrorist entity in Afghanistan, including the Taliban. They don't think this was an achievement of the United States. They think this was a defeat and a failure. You tell me whether they're right or wrong, but that's what they're calling it. Maybe Lloyd Austin needs to talk to them. Maybe Biden needs to talk to them and try and convince them. They're a little less gullible than most Americans. back and thank you for spending some of your afternoon with us chris thank you for uh producing this show today i appreciate it uh bill will uh bill will be back tomorrow i'll close with the uh, quote that created a little consternation today i stand by it though it's c.s lewis's line that um it is important that we not mistake necessary evils for goods A sick society must think much about politics, just as a sick man must think much about digestion or medicine. To ignore the subject may be fatal cowardice for the one or for the other, but if either comes to regard it as the natural food of the mind, politics or medicine, if either forgets that we think of such things only in order to be able to think of something else, then what was undertaken for the sake of our health has become itself a new and deadly disease. When he says a sick society must think much about politics, think about how much this society has politicized everything. Then tell me we're well. Since the advent on our shores of COVID in January of last year, perhaps earlier, but when we became aware of it in January of last year, there was a big discussion of what we needed to do for our public health. And the mediations came, and the closings came. A point many of us were making is there's two kinds of public health, perhaps, and it shouldn't be thought of as one thing and one thing only. There's physical health, to be sure. There's mental health as well. There's mental health as well. What will it mean to you to save your lungs if you've lost your brains and your minds and your soul? Are we on the path to preserve them or harm them further? That's my worry. That's my worry. Bless you all, and until tomorrow, class dismissed. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.